Thank you for listening to the Celebration Church podcast. For more information about Celebration Church, go to ccacron.org. There you will find information about our church, upcoming events, and how to make a contribution to the ministry of Celebration Church. We hope this message is an encouragement to you. If you have your Bibles, go to 2 Corinthians. We're going to talk today about Holy Spirit, the nurturer. And in 2 Corinthians, you know, when we, let me say this. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, we, talk, we often talk about his power. You know, we don't usually talk about the nurturer, you know, the nurturing characteristics of the Holy Spirit. But because today is Mother's Day, we're going to take a look at how the Holy Spirit is the nurturer. Just, you know, very similar. I'm not saying that the Holy Spirit is, is the mother of God. You know, there are people that will teach that the Holy Spirit is mother God. No, I'm, I'm not teaching that. But the Holy Spirit does have nurturing instincts and has motherly, motherly characteristics um, in the Godhead. And so we're going to take a look at some of those. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, in verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Underline that word, mark that word. He's the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Now this word comfort is, it's a, it's a meaningful word and it's the word paraclesis. So you're probably, you've heard us talk about paracletos as the Holy Spirit. He is the paraclete and he brings paraclesis, the comfort. He is the comforter. And so this word here, the paraclesis, God of all comfort is talking about directly connects to the Holy Spirit who is our comforter. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. In Acts chapter 9 and verse 31, it says that the church was being built up in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort, paraclesis, of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is our comforter. Just like mom comes and comforts you when, when you're down or where you're feeling ill or sick, you know, mom is always there to comfort. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He comes to bring encouragement. The word paraclesis means that he's, he's our encourager. He brings encouragement, that he comes alongside of us. He draws near to us. He's, he's present. You know, sometimes when we're in difficult times, we don't need anyone to say anything. We just need to know that they're there. And the Holy Spirit in those moments will just be present with yeah. us. His yeah. presence comforts us in those moments. He holds us and wraps the, the love of God around us in those moments. He brings consolation. You know, in the middle of turmoil, he brings consolation. So the Holy Spirit is our comforter. In 1 Corinthians 14, it's talking about the gifts of the Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 3, it says that one who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. That word exhortation there is, again, it's the paraclesis. So as we prophesy or as we speak out the Word of God, that spoken word, that prophetic word brings the comfort of the Holy Spirit, brings the paraclesis or the comfort of God. And I think about as we're talking about the comforter, the Holy Spirit is our comforter, it makes me think about the the song I'm looking at Pastor Grace uh, that they sang at Azusa Street. One of the historic songs of Azusa Street was, "The Comforter Has Come." Why don't you sing it? 
The Comforter is come. The Comforter is come. The Holy Ghost from heaven. The Father's promise given. Oh, spread the tidings round. Wherever man is found, the Comforter has come. Yeah, the Comforter has come. That, that song was the earmark of, of the Azusa Street Revival. Well, why was it the earmark? Well, because the Holy Spirit had come. You know, that he was baptizing people. He was immersing people in, in the baptism and the Holy Spirit. Um, but that, that song captured the comfort that the Holy Spirit was bringing in, in that day. You know, I want to really stop here and capture the comforter. We hear this so often in church and we hear it talked about the Holy Spirit, but has it become reality for you? And I want to encourage you, you know, as moms, our jobs is to make sure that our little people are okay. Spirit, soul, body, that our little people are okay. And that's part of the Holy Spirit's job as our comforter. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's the third person of the Trinity. We are made and created in the image of the Trinity. And in our characteristics, the natures of moms and dads, we take on the nature of Christ himself. And so as mom, one of my jobs is to comfort my babes. And no matter what they're going through, that I'm going to wrap my arms around them, that I'm going to let them know that it's okay, that they're not alone, that they'll be okay, and that whatever it is they're going through, mom's not moving. You know, whether you're up in the middle of the night with a sick one or they're going through their homework, whatever is happening, that, that we're right there. And that is a picture of the comforter that you might be saying, you might be typing fast on the computer, help, 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 help. And, and you're like, where's my help? He's come to your home. And his name is Holy Spirit. And he is the comforter. I can remember the very first time I was alone. I was in my early 20s. I had moved out of town for the first time away from family and friends. I'm in an apartment, big old apartment all by myself. And I'm going to bed and I'm lonely and I'm sad and I'm crying. And I can remember with sassy, my little sassy self saying, Holy Spirit, you're supposed to be my comforter. And before I could even get that out, it was like this blanket, this blanket of love came and covered me and this warmth embraced me. And that's the comforter that he comes. Scripture says that that he is a banner of love over us. That banner is like a blanket that the Holy Spirit wraps himself around you and will comfort you. You may not have all the answers to life. Circumstances may not change, but the comforter can come. You're not alone. You never, ever, this is good news, ever have to be alone again because the comforter can come right now. Just call upon him. Because a Holy Ghost, the great comforter, would you come now? Would you fill every home? Would you fill every heartache, every need? Right now in his presence, the comforter comes and he meets your very need. That's awesome. Chris, why don't you go ahead? 
Yeah, so when, when I think of comforter, I also think of peace. Um, and in Philippians 4, 7, um, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Um, and I prayed that very prayer this past Wednesday. Um, it was a long day for my kiddos. They were up very early. And by this point, after grocery distribution, it was very late. They were tired, hungry, exhausted. Um, Nick, in particular, was just hysterical on the way home. He was a mess. He couldn't put together a, a coherent thought. Um, and I'm driving home, and there's nothing that this mama can do to help him. There's no reasoning with him. There's no talking him down. And I can't hold him. I can't hug him. I cannot comfort him. There's nothing. And so I began to pray, Holy Spirit, we need you now. Bring your peace. Bring your comfort. And within minutes, there was just an atmosphere shift. And uh, there was no more tears. And we could could sing, you know. (laughs) There was just that, that atmosphere of peace and comfort. So that was our testimony of uh, the Holy Spirit as comforter this week. That's awesome. Yeah, he's the God of peace, the God of all comfort. That's good, Kristen. Thank you. You know, the Bible also tells us that the Holy Spirit in Romans 5, 5, that the Holy Spirit sheds abroad the love of God in our heart. So he, he makes us aware of God's love. He is the love of God. He is the expressed love of God, and he expresses the love of God and the reality of that love in our hearts. And not only does he express that love in our hearts, but he also, the Bible says in, in uh, Romans 8, that he also testifies to us that we are children of God. So he makes us know that, that we are loved. And then in that process, he's the expressed love of God and then confirms in us, in our hearts, that we are the children of God and that we, are, that we become the, the benefactors of this, this supernatural love, that because of the love of the Father, that now this we didn't deserve you know, there was nothing that we could do to earn this love from God, but, but because of Christ and his sacrifice, that now all of a sudden, I've become, I am now an object of God's love, that he has poured out his love upon me, that he has expressed his love towards me. And then expression, the reality of that expression is, is made alive in my heart by the Holy Spirit, made alive in my life by the Holy Spirit. And he testifies to me that I'm a child of God. You know, this isn't just words on a page. This isn't just good, this isn't just good information. It is good information, but it isn't just good information. It's more than that. It is the reality of God that I can know, not just with the head knowledge, that, you know, I can know that, that, that God loves me, but the Holy Spirit makes that love alive yeah. in my heart, that it, it is an affection that is, a, that is alive on the inside of me, that this love of God is real and living on the inside. It is expressed on the in, inside of me by the Holy Spirit. And as a result, the Holy Spirit makes my love alive back to the Father. And so, I, you know, I'm incapable of loving God. I, you know, that's, you know, it's, that's a funny, that's a funny statement to say that I love God. You know, that's, how could that even be? But because of the Holy Spirit in me, he makes that love alive, directs it towards the, and this is incredible. So the Holy Spirit expresses the love of God towards me, makes me aware that I'm a child of God, testifies. I mean, there's no convincing me otherwise that I'm not a child of God because I have the Holy Spirit on the inside of me telling me that I am. 
He makes that real to me and then enables me to love back where I wasn't even able to love back before. It's, it's an, an incredible, uh, incredible dynamic. So the Holy Spirit, just, just as that, that nurturer comes, the comforter comes, and he makes the love of God alive to us, you know, and makes, makes his love real to us. I want to just uh, say this, share, you know, people are sharing stories. I'll share one of my particular stories. I was, um, never forget, uh, there was a season in my life that I was just, I was very frustrated with where I was at. I was frustrated uh, in the season and I just, I, I wanted to run from what God was doing in that season. And I remember going home and uh, sitting at the, at the end of my bed. It was the end of the day. I was sitting at the end of my bed on the floor. Uh, yeah, I was in New Orleans. And um, I was sitting there. And as I was sitting there, I was completely frustrated. And, and I still had the, this is funny, I still had a CD. <laughs> I guess I, that was, it was back in the day where CDs were still available. And so I had a CD. It was, it was a, a Rita Springer CD. And I, I put on the Rita Springer CD. And I put it on repeat on a particular song. Uh, I want to sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand, lay back against your breathe. And I had that song on repeat. And I was sitting at the end of my bed and I don't know what happened uh, other than the, the comforter came, the love of God came. And I, I, I don't know what happened other than I was out. I was out cold. Uh, I, I don't want to say I passed out, but it was, I was out <laughs> in the spirit as he just, the Holy Spirit began to minister to me. He wrapped, it was like, I came came to, and that's how I can explain it. I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, it was hours later, and the song was still going on repeat. And when I came came to, it was as if I felt like I was sitting on somebody's lap. I came to, and it was like I literally was sitting. I was curled up on my side, and it felt like I was curled up in somebody's lap. And I could feel arms around me. It was like somebody sitting there holding me and brooding over me, like, like Mother Hen just sitting there brooding uh, over me. And it was love. It was just pure love. And I came to in that moment, and I was, I was absolutely undone. It was the love of God expressed towards me, the love of God. I'll never forget. It changed my life, changed, changed my message. You know, that's, that message, my, my message changed at that moment. And, and what, actually, one of my favorite sermons of all time became Heaven is a World of Love by Jonathan Edwards. And the, the reason it changed, I can link it right back to that moment where, where the love of God became so, so expressed in my life. And it all goes back. It was just one simple moment, just a couple hours in his presence, but in a very hard season, but it, but it changed my life. And so we can have those moments where the Holy Spirit, it, it is a life-changing moment, uh, but there's, there's daily expressions of that, just daily when you're driving down the road and the Holy Spirit just comes and sits in your car with you and loves on you, you know? So I, I'm looking where to... Here, you want to jump in? You know, what the Holy Spirit kept reminding me of as Zach was sharing, <coughs> excuse me, is that season, you know, for him, we were, we were, we're I don't even know if we were dating or not at the time, um, not officially, um, but we were in New Orleans. It was a very difficult, difficult trying season for him. Um, but the preciousness of it is it wasn't just scripture. It wasn't just something that we read about. It's something that became tangibly real to him in that moment. 
And so just like, you know, Jonathan, you know, precious Jonathan, he was in bed the other night and he woke up. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a tickle in my throat. Don't, don't fear. And um, he, he woke up and he is screaming for me. And Zach's like, oh, Lord. And so we get in there, Jonathan, what's going on? Nothing. I just didn't want to get out of bed. Well, why are you screaming? Because I need mommy. And just that presence of mom that brings comfort in the middle of whatever's happening with him. It's the same thing with the Holy Spirit is in the middle of a trying time, God, you know, Zach is crying out to God. And in one moment of time, the precious presence of the Holy Spirit comes and makes everything okay. The situation didn't change for him for a long time in New Orleans. The reality of it was still there, but his story changed because the comforter came. I love that. I love thinking about the comforter and, you know, the, the nurturing um, aspect of the Holy Ghost. And, you know, for me, when I think about this, I think about how, how the Holy Spirit is our, our gentle guidance. Um, and, you know, a few years back, God gave me a word um, just for my own motherhood. Um, let me pull it up here, make sure I say it right. But it says, you, uh, you shall love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And, um, you know, we, we as moms are, are called, Pastor Heather talked about it earlier, we're called to make sure that our little ones are okay. We're called to make sure that our little ones are, are, are learning about God, are learning about all these things. And, and, you know, that's our job. And so the Holy Spirit in the same way comes and teaches and guides us. And so it's really awesome. I look in Psalms 139, which is just an amazing chapter in general, but it says, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascended into heaven, you are there. If I made my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. And I just get this picture of, um, you know, there were um, s- several summers ago, you know, we would go to the this little beach area. And I can just picture, you know, the mamas are standing on the, the sand, you know, it's an Ohio beach, so it's not, you know, beautiful, it's a lake, um, but, <laughs> but it was a beach nonetheless, and our kids got to play in the water, and they were all different ages and stages, and I can remember, you know, I think Jonathan was little tiny at this point, um, just a baby, and Pastor Heather's holding him, and, and taking care of him, and, you know, you know, when we're, when we're baby Christians, we're, we're, held, you know, we're held by Jesus and we're, we're connected and we're right there. And he's, he's there, you know, he's feeding us. He's, he's pouring out into us and, and all of that. But, but as we get a little bit older, we can go a little bit further away from, from mom, right? So you're, you know, you've got, you got baby in the arm and you got the toddlers who are just, you know, in and into their ankles. And, and so, you know, and then as they get a little bit older, they can go a little bit further out. 
But what's amazing is mama's always there. Mama's always looking. Mama's always watching and guiding and making sure you're safe. You're never left alone. You're never left alone, not for one moment. Mama is there in the same way the Holy Spirit has never left you. You, you may be a little further along in your journey and, and, and be, you know, the, the boundaries have expanded. Um, so you're stepping more and more out in faith, but the Holy Ghost is right there with you the whole time. And I love watching and that picture and just thinking about how the Holy Spirit is guiding us every step, every moment, and he's never leaving us. I love that, Pastor Grace. And just the, just the uh, analogy there that the Holy Spirit um, expands our boundaries. Yes. You know, that the more that you depend upon him, he expands and increases your boundaries. And then the, the more that you mature, the more that you steward those boundaries, um, the more that he entrusts with you. You know, faithful, uh, he who is faithful with little will be given much. And, you know, he just, he increases. And as he increases, you may not always feel um, like doing it. You know, you may not always feel good about it, but you know what the word of the Lord is and you know by faith in your heart where he's directing. And so you just step out. You just step out and trust him. And as soon as you do, the the awareness of his presence is there. Sometimes, sometimes we do things on the word of God out of the principle of his word that we don't feel like, but the principle of his word is still true. The truth of his word is still true. And we step out on his word you know, I, I don't know how much Peter felt any goosebumps in the middle of the storm, but he stepped out when Jesus said, come. And, and when Jesus said, come on, Peter, let's go. He stepped out on the word of God and, and Jesus in that moment increased the boundaries. Like, like, like uh, Pastor Grace was sharing, you know, he increased. And, and obviously there was a moment with Peter, he didn't feel it. You know, there was a, there came a moment where he got his eyes on everything that was going on around him, and the feeling left, and and it was solely just the word of the Lord. And and in that moment, God still reached out to him. You know, so sometimes we don't always feel it. Sometimes we we operate on the principle of God's truth, and and faith. We we have a, an awareness. The but but faith in itself is is the work of the Holy Spirit. So when we don't even necessarily feel him like we did yesterday, you know, sometimes I think we go into situations and we say, well, if I don't feel the Holy Spirit like I did at church, you know, I didn't have the goosebumps and I wasn't running the aisles and I wasn't whatever. And so I can't, you know, I can't witness to my neighbor because I'm not running the aisles. Well, the truth of God's word of what he's called you to be is still true. You're a disciple maker of all nations. So that truth hasn't changed whether you feel the goosebumps and you're running or whatever, you know, so we get, you know, does that diminish what, what we feel? Absolutely not. You know, it's not a diminishment of, of what we feel when God moves, but, but the truth is still the same. So the faith, let me just say this, the faith or reality of God in that moment to go to your neighbor's house when you don't feel like it and witness to them, that's still the Holy Ghost working yes. on the inside of yes. you. Uh, the devil's not going to tell you to go witness to your neighbor. Your flesh is not going to tell you to go witness to your neighbor, but that's, that's the work of the Holy Spirit even in that moment. And when you go, 
Many times when you go and you don't even feel a thing and you're standing there and they start asking you about your hope, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit shows up and starts filling your mouth with words and you're like, I never even knew that was in there. I never knew that scripture was there. Well, it's the Holy Spirit pulling those things that are in your belly out. So the Holy Spirit moving. And some, you know, sometimes we overcomplicate things. We make things so difficult, but, and we expect the Holy Spirit to, you know, always come upon us like a rush or a mighty, you know, fire and, you know, and he does that. But, but also the Holy Spirit is a comforter. He's a nurturer. He comes with, with gentle love and tenderness. You know, there's, he, he, he has all of these uh, expressions of the love of God and the presence of the Lord towards us. Another one I want to point out is from Isaiah 28. In Isaiah 28, verse 11, it says, For with stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to this people. This is a prophecy in Isaiah about the baptism in the Holy Spirit and what was coming on in Acts 2. But this, if you keep going, he says, To whom he said, This is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. So it's a prophecy about the Holy Spirit. And and he's speaking about speaking in tongues and how speaking in tongues brings rest. The Holy Spirit will bring rest to your weary soul. So the Holy Spirit will bring rest. He brings comfort. He brings love. He brings rest. You know, in the middle of turmoil and stress, we need rest. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. You will mount up. He brings rest to the weary. He strengthens the weary with rest. And so he'll strengthen your feeble knees. You know, if you have, if you need rest, he'll strengthen your feeble knees, literally and spiritually and emotionally. You know, if whatever, whatever it is, if you need rest in your body, you've been working, you know, some of you I know that have been working, have been working more. You know, those on the front line or essential jobs have been working a lot more hours. He'll give you rest in the middle of that. He yeah. brings rest to your body. Ask me how I know. <laughs> he brings rest to your body. That's good. In Hebrews, it tells us that we're to strive to enter the rest of God. And the, the rest of God, just like Pastor read from Isaiah, is is resting in his presence. To, re- to strive to enter his rest is to strive to find his presence. And so whether you're in the hospital room, whether you're working, whether you're home, it, it's making that room for the Holy Spirit to come, to be able to enter that rest. You know, we can call upon his name and he'll meet us while we're running the trails. We can call upon his name and he'll meet us in the shower washing our hair. Wherever we're at, our job is to invite him to come. And, and just like he comes as our comforter, he comes and he brings us to a place of rest. You know, scripture tells us that as we pour out our heart to him, he becomes our shelter. As we pour out our hearts to him, he guards our hearts and our minds in, in perfect peace. That rest comes from spending time with him in his presence. You know, it's, there's nothing like mama coming to visit or going to mama's house. Mama takes care of us, right? You know, it's, it's amazing the things that my mom can still do <laughs> and, and does so well. But I know gumbo. she can fix some gumbo, <laughs> some really good seafood gumbo. All right, mom, it brings so much comfort. And, um, and her potato salad. Gotta have the potato. <laughs> <laughs> and um, even my kids love gumbo now. And um, but that the precious rest that comes, 
just from, um, from mom's presence and, and, and what she does. No one can replace that. And no one can replace the rest of the Holy Spirit. You know, we can take a nap. We can shut off the phones. We can do all these things in the natural to try to give ourselves rest. But let's face it, that stuff doesn't always work. You know, I'd rather be busy in the Lord's work and have rest in the Holy Ghost that comforts my heart and my mind and my physical body day in and day out. I am more rested from spending time with Him and allowing Him into my life than I am by oversleeping. So, so as believers, we strive to enter that rest. Allow the Holy Spirit to come. Allow Him to baptize you in the midst of life and watch as the rest of God enters. Uh, speaking, uh, speaking of rest and kind of going along all of that um, with that, it's amazing to me. Um, you know, I, I was sitting here listening um, and, and kind of thinking, obviously, because of Mother's Day, um, and saying, wow, moms wear so many hats. Moms wear so many hats. I mean, we're talking like, you know, nurturer, we, you know, the cook, the medic, the, uh, you know, <laughs> if needed. Well, we have two boys, so medic is definitely at the top of that. Um, you know, teacher, uh, nurturer, comforter, all of these things, you know, errand runner, you know, doing the, the oh my goodness, just so many, so many hats, so many things. And I was trying to figure out, how are moms such superheroes? Like, seriously, how are moms such superheroes? Like, dads, I'm not saying the dads aren't. I'm just saying, like, moms have a special thing. They do. Mom ha- moms have a special ability. Um, and so Isaiah 11.2 says, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And that word rest really kind of popped out at me uh, when I was actually, you know, reading and, and kind of looking up the scripture here. And, and that word rest is nuach in this instance. To rest upon physically, but also to give rest. Um, so I thought that that was awesome. The spirit of the Lord shall give rest, rest upon, give rest upon through the spirit of wisdom, with the spirit of wisdom, with the spirit of understanding, uh, with discernment, the spirit of counsel, advice. You know, moms are great advice givers. I love it. Moms are great advice givers. You know, they give great counsel. Uh, and at the same time, they're, they're mighty. They're understanding, but they're strong. You know, there's such a beautiful picture here of what the, the Holy Spirit enables a mother to do. I don't know of anyone else in this world that could wear so many hats, um, and still have peace and rest and do all of these things proficiently, and sometimes all of them at the same exact time. Um, and, you know, I've witnessed it with, with Kristen and our boys and, you know, the ability to where we can have somebody, like, freaking out, crying, and mom walks into the room and there's that nurturer, there's that hug, and all our boys want is mom, you know? Like, dad is, dad's cool, Dad's the wrestling buddy. Dad's the funny one, right? Dad's the, hey, we'll crack jokes all day and we'll wrestle around. But there's something that happens when mom, the nurturer, the loving walks into the room um, and is able to bring that presence of the Holy Spirit. So I thought that was a really amazing picture. It's good. Good word, Brandon. That's awesome. He wears multiple hats. (laughs) We're laughing about mom and dad moments here. 
One last thing I want to talk about the Holy Spirit, the nurturer. The Holy Spirit is our healer. He heals. And verse 11 says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body. So the Holy Spirit brings life. He gives us rest and he brings vivification. He brings life. He he awakens you spiritually and he awakens you physically. The, The Holy Spirit is working on the inside of you today. So we just want to bless you today. We're going to take communion together um, so you can get your communion ready. I know uh, some of you go back, you know, after the fact and do this. That's fine. Uh, but every week, every week we do communion. We we do communion weekly at the church. And so we've continued that as a part of our virtual services. We're doing communion weekly. And so we're going to invite you to join with us as we serve communion. I need help. <laughs> It's hard to reach from where I'm at. Thank you, Lord. So we just want to invite the Holy Spirit, you know, right where you're at today while they're serving communion amongst uh, ourselves. You know, as you're watching today, the Holy Spirit wants to make alive in your heart that you're a child of God. He wants you to know. The Holy Spirit wants you to know that you're a child of God. And if you're not a child of God today, if you're not his, if you haven't been born again, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, the Holy Spirit right now can make Christ alive, make him real to you, make Him his presence real to you, make salvation real to you. Right where you're at, you just say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you to be the Lord of my life. Forgive me of my sins. And as you do that right now, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit comes and he makes all things new in your life. He changes and transforms your life. He, he brings comfort in this moment. He removes the weight of the sin and the cares of this world and replaces it with a new nature right now. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in you. Just as he's comforting you in this moment, he's making you a new creation right now. And just receive Christ right now. Lord, I need you. I I open up my heart to you today, Lord. I open my life to you. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior, my friend right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. If you pray that prayer, we want to know about it. We want to know that you prayed that prayer. We want to know that you've received Christ today. You can do that by going on our uh, face or on our on our website, ccacron.org, there's a virtual connect card. It says connect card on it. Fill that out. The link's been posted in the comments. Just go on, let us know. Facebook message us, email us, call us. Let us know that you've prayed to receive Christ today, that you're making him the Lord of your life. We wanna connect with you. We wanna follow up with you. Again, like we said earlier, if you've, you're a guest with us today, uh, first or second time with us, let us know on that virtual connect card so that we can reach out. We do connect. Everybody that fills out those cards that's a guest, we make sure we connect with you. Send in your prayer requests. We want to be praying for you. Let us know. You can go on uh, ccacron.org and click give and give. You can do that in Realm. Sow your seed. Partner with us. Get behind all that God's doing today. Sow your seed. Give your offering. Let us, let us partner together today in the work of the Lord here in our community. We're going to receive communion together. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your broken body. We thank you, Jesus, that your body brought us peace. Thank you, Lord, that we, nothing missing, nothing broken, shalom, the peace of God, everything in order in our lives. Lord, we thank you that because of your broken body, the abundance, the goodness of heaven, the abundance of heaven is overflowing. It's overtaking my life today. Thank you, Jesus, for your broken body. Let's eat together.
Thank you, Lord. Jesus, we thank you for the blood that was poured out. Lord, thank you for your body and your blood. My redemption is sealed by your blood. My provision is sealed by your blood. My healing is sealed by your blood. My relationship with you is sealed by your blood. Thank you, Jesus, that I, I know that I am a child of God. The Holy Spirit makes it alive in my heart in the blood of Christ. Your blood seals it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We celebrate today communion together, but we look forward to that day when we will celebrate together in heaven for eternity. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The comforter has come. The comforter has come. And we are so thankful that you've joined us today. May the comfort, the God of all comfort be with you today. May he overflow in your home and your family. May the joy of the Lord be your strength today. God bless you. Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so wonderful.